Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I hope you're having an amazing day. I've been looking forward to this episode for a while. I've been fielding questions for months about a couple of things, and I wanted to hold off for a while on doing an episode so that I could have my own experience with a couple of things before talking about it. I've been making a lot of efforts to reduce toxin exposure for a few reasons. One, I think we just don't even realize the effect that toxins are having in our lives. If we look at the incidence of cancer, it's skyrocketing. And there was a study that came out recently, and it was a really misleading study that basically showed like, hey, uh, deaths from cancer are are going down. And, and the data was just manipulated and misleading when the fact of the matter is that all chronic diseases are at a fever pitch and are on the increase. And I believe very strongly that there are a lot of factors in that, certainly nutrition, certainly stress, certainly obesity, uh, but also toxic exposure. We are living in the most toxic time in human history. A lot of that comes from commercialism, just more and more products that are filled with toxins. And that's everything from cleaning products, laundry products, uh, candles, air fresheners, you name it. And of course, the food that we eat and the packaging that the food is available in, the, the containers that the beverages are available in. I mean, if you think about it, our grandparents didn't have access to bottled water. They got water out of a tap. And there's great convenience that has come with accessibility of things, whether that's bottled water or foods that are more accessible and more convenient and more portable. But it's not as beneficial as it might appear to be. Many of you guys might have seen the news that came out a couple weeks ago. It really hit mainstream media about all of the plastic found in the water of bottled water. Like when you get water and you drink water out of a plastic bottle, they found they knew that there were microplastics in there. But it turns out, based on this study, there's 10 to 100 times more than they thought of these small particles. They're so small that you couldn't see them. Many microscopes cannot see them. And the thing about how small they are, just to kind of give you a sense of how small they are, one one thousandth of a width of a human hair. So that's tiny, tiny, tiny. But what that means, they call them nanoplastics. They're so small that they can get through your gut lining that they can get into your cells. So if we look at a liter of water, so that's two regular size bottled waters or one of the larger bottles, 
one liter contained an average of 240,000 plastic particles from seven different types of plastic. That 240,000 Guys, these get into your cells and they disrupt the function of your cell. And we wonder why people are so sick. Not only that, I was I I have given this lecture to so many people in my life about uh, when you go to Starbucks or Dunkin Donuts or whatever it is and you get the paper cup filled with coffee or tea or whatever. If you took a piece of paper and you put hot water on it, the paper would disintegrate. So why do these cups not disintegrate? Because they're lined with plastic. Yes, they are paper cups, but they're the lining that makes them waterproof is plastic. And it it's worse because we're when we put hot water into these cups, as is often the case, those plastics break down even faster. So they were recently looking at these cups and with water exposure, hot water exposure for about 20 minutes, there were trillions, trillions of these nanoplastics in the water that they sampled that was inside the cup. That's coming from the lining and it's being ingested into your body and it's being incorporated into your cells and it disrupts the function of the cells. I shared with you guys a couple weeks ago now how I got rid of my fancy espresso machine. And it was when I was dealing with some dizziness and I was just trying to eliminate as many toxins as possible. But the but though much of the machine is metal, the water flows through plastic tubing and it's hot water. And so the hotter the water, the more that the plastic breaks down. But just because we're talking about the water bottles, the water does not have to be hot for these plastics to leach into whatever it is that you are drinking or eating. And so I switched to a pour over, which is like a glass container. So I boil water in a kettle and then I do my coffee in a glass container. My kids' cups are either glass or they are steel. We do not use plastic bottles, plastic cups, or anything like that. I won't deny there are some times when I'm out and about and I get a bottle of water, but that happens less and less and less often as I understand the incredible exposure to hundreds of thousands per serving of these microplastics that end up in your body. And I want to reiterate that it's not just you might be like, oh, well, I don't drink bottles of water. I don't go to Starbucks or to Dunkin' or get coffee that way. Good on you. But please know that this is everywhere, right? This is absolutely everywhere. The shampoo, the conditioner, the soap, there are absolutely clean products, but it takes a very concerted effort to reduce your toxin exposure. I mean, it's it's. The tap water that we have, if you don't have a great filter, the food products that we buy, what we put on our skin, the diapers that we put on our kids, heck, even the clothes that we wear a lot of times. And I don't say this to scare you, but I say this to emphasize how important it is to take measures to reduce your toxic burden. And we're going to come back to some of the things that you can do. Two of the things that I have done, in addition to getting rid of my fancy espresso machine and switching to a glass pour over and and boiling water in a kettle, 
you've seen, a lot of you have seen these on my Instagram stories. I've been doing red light therapy for a while, but I've been doing it dramatically more frequently because I got a much smaller wireless portable red light device. And a big part of why I did that was for the detox benefits. And then the other thing I did, I splurged and I purchased an infrared sauna for my house, which sounds crazy, but I want to explain why I made that move and what I've experienced since I had it. I want to talk about what is the difference between the infrared sauna and the red light therapy, because since I've been posting them, I've been getting a ton of questions. Even my in-laws and my mom, they are always wondering like, okay, so what does a red light do? And how does the sauna work? And how is it different from a steam sauna or a rock sauna? And I want to talk about all of that. What I want to do before we do that, though, I was going to do this at the end, but I know there will be people listening who are like, well, I'm not going to buy a sauna and I am i don't have the funds for a red light. What are some other things that I can do? One of the big ones is don't drink or eat out of plastic. So plastic Tupperware, switch over to glass. Get rid of the plastic, throw it away or use it for like toys or something. You know, you you at a minimum, do not ever put your plastic Tupperware, your plastic food storage in the microwave because it just accelerates the breakdown and the transfer of the plastic particles into whatever you're eating. So use a stainless steel water bottle or a glass water bottle uh, or a ceramic cup, but do not drink out of plastic. Do not eat off of plastic. Uh, same thing with styrofoam. Switch from your saran wrap. Use something different. Instead of covering a plate or a bowl with plastic wrap, put it in a glass storage container or something like that. But that is one switch that you can make that'll make a big difference. Get a water filter. We had a company come out and install one in our basement that kind of taps into our water lines, but there are other ways to go about it that are far more affordable. But get a water filter. That's a big part of it. Uh, Be mindful of the skincare products that you're using. I use a company called Fatco. In fact, F-A-T-C-O is the company I've used them for almost 10 years now. I use their cleansing oil. I use their moisturizer. I use their deodorant. Those kinds of products, shampoo, conditioner, deodorant, moisturizers, lotions, are often jam-packed with toxins. So look at what you're doing. Look at what you're using for your kids. Uh, With Fatco, I have a coupon code. I've had it forever. I think it's just Primal, P-R-I-M-A-L. Tell them I sent you. I love, love, love that company. I use their moisturizer on my kids, too, and can't say enough good stuff about the quality of their products. Laundry detergents, fabric softener, dryer sheets, huge sources of toxins. So switch to cleaner alternatives there. I could go on and on and on. I've done episodes on that before. But I want to get back to the red light and the sauna. And first, I want to differentiate between these two. So I have an infrared sauna, and then I use a red light for just therapeutic effects. Let's talk about the sauna first. So the sauna uses heat and they induce thermal stress by using heat. And the cool thing about the infrared sauna is that because it is using light 
to heat you. The light waves, this is what makes an infrared sauna different than like a steam sauna or a rock sauna that you might have seen in a spa or a gym somewhere. The light waves penetrate your skin and and heat you from the inside out as opposed to heating the air, kind of like being outside, heating the air, and then you get hot if the air is hot. So infrared saunas utilize generally mid-infrared wavelengths. They penetrate deep into your body and warm it from inside, kind of like a fever. And I don't say that to be like, oh gosh, fevers are bad. Fevers are actually really useful because of the way they help your body eliminate viruses, unhealthy cells by the use of heat. So it the heat triggers the release of different chemical messengers and these chemical messengers impact metabolism, they impact brain health, they impact mood, they impact your body's inflammatory response. And when they heat you from the inside, they almost mimic the effect of exercise. And in doing so, you see more blood flow, you see improved lung health and heart health. And that is just one side of the equation of, of how infrared saunas specifically are working. So the light waves heating you from the inside, the heat has benefits inducing stress that produces a clearing effect in the body and increased blood flow, which means increased oxygenation throughout the body. But on top of that, of course, when you're heating from the inside out, they induce sweating. Sweating is a critical pathway for detoxification, and that's what I get most excited about when I sit in my sauna. For example, mercury. We know that mercury is a toxin and a really potent toxin, and mercury can be found in the food that we eat, in the water, all sorts of things. But mercury cannot be excreted through urine or blood, but it is excreted in sweat. And I'll say this, some people say to me, I don't sweat. I can work out and I can get my heart rate high, but I never really sweat. I just get red. That's actually, in most people, a sign of impairment and detoxification. And one of the things that they say when you are regularly using a sauna is that it improves that detoxification pathway through repeat exposure. And so over time, you get better at sweating. You produce more sweat instead of just sitting there and getting bright red and not really sweating much. And you become more efficient in that pathway of detoxification. And when we talk about the plastics, this is part of that detoxification pathway. And while I very much focus on reducing my exposure to toxins, I am very excited to introduce that that method of detoxification through sweating by the stimulation of light waves that heat you kind of from the inside out. And we'll talk more about that in just a second. The red light therapy We all know that light has a ton of benefits. We know that light activates the synthesis of vitamin D in our body. We know that it's very important for circadian rhythm and improving sleep to expose yourself to light in the morning and to minimize your exposure to light in the evening. We know that light exposure is a big part of mental health and mood stability, and that's why we see so much seasonal affective disorder where people are experiencing higher degrees of depression and anxiety in the months of the year where there's less light. Light is a big part of energy in plants and in humans. We need light 
but of course UV light comes with some risks and challenges associated with burning. Well, red light therapy takes the best part of light therapy, the healing aspects, without delivering the UV light that can burn the skin and and cause other challenges. So red light therapy uses red light and often usually near-infrared light, which has shorter wavelengths than red light, and they penetrate your skin to facilitate tissue healing. So the saunas are the infrared sauna specifically is using longer light waves that get deeper into the body and and stir things up to facilitate detoxification. The red light is using shorter waves of light that don't go as deep into your body and don't use heat. But what these light waves do, the red light and the near infrared light, they activate your mitochondria. We've recently talked about the mitochondria and how critical they are. They're the powerhouse of every cell. They're responsible for energy production and metabolism in the body and so many other things. The light, these specific wavelengths of light, red and near infrared, they activate your mitochondrial receptors. And so that increases the energy output of your body. It increases the energy production of the mitochondria by activating those mitochondrial receptors. We see that it improves blood flow. It can help with pain and inflammation because of that increased blood flow and increased oxygenation. There's a lot of studies that show improvements in skin health and reducing the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. But the most important thing from a red light therapy standpoint is the way that it targets your mitochondrial receptors and increases energy output, all right? There are lots of different types of light, but red light and near-infrared light penetrate the skin more than blue light or green light or any of the other colors of light that are all coming from the sun, uh, but just in different in different frequencies. So one of the questions I've been getting about the sauna is people reach out and say, I use a steam sauna at my gym or I go to a spa that has a rock sauna. How is that different? So the steam and the rock saunas heat the air and then you get hot because the air is hot. A lot like if you're outside on a warm day. The thing about those types of saunas is because they're heating the air first and then you get hot by being exposed to the air, it can be hard to tolerate because it's an oppressive heat and it almost feels like the air is really thick. And not only that, I don't know if you've ever spent a day at the beach and then you just feel like you ran a marathon. It just zaps the energy out of you. That is because of the the way that it is heating you. The air is super hot, and so your respiration is affected by that. The difference with the infrared sauna is that it's not heating the air. The light waves are penetrating your skin and heating you, and so the air is much more comfortable to breathe. My sauna, I usually get in there, and it's around like 165 degrees, and I never feel uncomfortable, or it's like this oppressive heat that makes it hard to breathe, and I've certainly experienced that in steam saunas and rock saunas, and so I like it because... It's very comfortable to be in and you don't feel just wiped out afterwards. In fact, I almost always feel very rested and refreshed after the sauna. 
So again, the sauna is is going about its benefits in two ways. The light waves that penetrate you, heat you from the inside, and the tissue healing that can happen because of these types of light. And then on top of that, it's the benefits of, of sweating. In the sauna that I have, which I will link up in the show description, it's from a company called Sunlighten. Sunlighten, they have a few different models. I have their Amplify two-person sauna. Um, And that particular sauna, it uses multiple wavelengths of light. It uses far, mid, and near. My red light uses near and red, uh, but of course it doesn't have mid or, or far. So the far is the longest and the deepest. It gets deepest in your body. The mid is hotter. That is what delivers the heating effect. It's really great for inflammation, really great for muscle recovery. And then the near infrared, there's visible and invisible near infrared light. There's no heat. It is very powerful, but it, it doesn't very go very deep. So it's great for healing on the surface, wound healing, skin rejuvenation, things like that. That's why I love, uh, because my red light has near infrared light and red light, I love using that. Uh, right on my C-section scar because it's so good for healing and skin health. So the sauna that I have is multiple light waves, some of which generate heat. And then the red light that I have is red light and near infrared light. Some people have asked me, do you do both at the same time? Do you bring your red light into the sauna because it is Uh, wireless and portable? And the answer is no, though it seems to make sense from a um, like a multitasking standpoint. I use them separately because the the stress and it's not a bad stress. It's a good stress. There are good stressors and bad stress. But the the effect of the heat on your body can sort of uh, overtake the benefits of the red light. So I always use them separately. I tend to do the sauna most of the time. I do the sauna mid-morning during my work day, but it's post-workout. And then I do the red light first thing in the morning and at the end of the day. That's just what works for me. There's no magic timing, but I wouldn't do them both at the same time. I asked my husband what he has. He doesn't use the red light because he just doesn't care. Uh, But he does use the sauna almost every day. I would say six or seven days a week. And he said that he finds it very relaxing. And that could just be because our children aren't in there. But he feels like he's energized afterwards. And he does feel good after that good sweat. What I have noticed is that my whole body feels better. And undoubtedly, part of that for me is due to being completely sugar-free and strength training and prioritizing sleep. I don't think that these benefits are just from the sauna or just from the red light, but I do think they're a big part of it. In fact, we were at a wedding last weekend, and so there was like two or three days where I didn't use the sauna, and I felt it. Like I could just feel my joints were a little less comfortable, and I felt like, oh, I need to get in the sauna. Like I need to clear out some of this buildup in my body, and I love that I'm noticing. Sometimes when we add something, We don't notice the effect, but when we take it away, we suddenly do. And uh, I definitely was feeling having been out of the sauna for a few days. 
I feel a lot more energy when I come out of the sauna, like I've been refreshed and restored. I I almost feel like I can I experience the effects of detoxification. I can feel I feel lighter as a result of lowering my toxic burden through sweating and through that that cellular clearing that happens through heat with a red light therapy. So I have uh, the C-section scar and I had three C-sections, four babies in a short period of time. And I have a little bit of that C-section shelf, that like puffiness over my C-section scar that has gone down probably by 50%. And the only thing that I've been doing for that scar is using the red light therapy. So that's been really exciting. I also have been using it every once in a while. I have a flare up of plantar fasciitis in my feet, which is like a kind of a tendonitis sort of situation in the feet. And it's very uncomfortable. So I've been using the red light on my feet and they feel significantly better. I haven't had any flare up, which is awesome. And there's actually some studies on how red light therapy can reduce pain and discomfort from plantar fasciitis. So that was really cool. I also have shared with you guys that since being pregnant with the twins, I sometimes have low back pain. And so I use the red light there and my back feels better than it has felt since before I had the twins. Again, I think cutting sugar helped with some of that from an inflammation standpoint, but energy is up. Mental clarity and focus are up. Mood stability is up. Irritability is down. And I, you know, I went back and forth on the sauna for a very long time. I've always thought about it. And then more seriously, I would say over the last like eight or nine months, I was like, should I or shouldn't I? It is expensive. But then I thought, what, what is the value of opening up another detoxification pathway for me. And if I was like, oh, well, I can just go to a gym or a spa that has one when I was doing the math on what that would be to do to go there regularly and what it takes to arrange somebody to watch my kids or coordinate with Chris to watch the kids while I go do that. The fact that we are both able to do this six or seven days a week, what is that detoxification value to me over time? And that kind of made it a no-brainer. The red light is so much less expensive than the sauna. And again, to me, for the oxygenation, for the skin health, for the wound healing, for the reduction in inflammation, that one pays for itself really fast. I mean, I've been to chiropractors before who will charge 30 bucks to hold a red light on you for 15 minutes. And so to have this device in my home and I use it several times a day and I'll use it on my kids, um, I just really, really love it. Somebody asked me if I wear eye protection when I use the red light. It comes with eye protection. If I'm using it on my face, yes, I do. If I'm using it on my C-section scar or my low back or my feet, I do not because the light isn't aimed towards my face, but it comes with a little eye protection if you if you want to use that. Obviously, if you're using it on your face, I do strongly recommend that because the light is bright. I also want to say... I paid for these things on my own. I paid for the red light. I paid for the sauna. I didn't get any discounts for sharing them with you. And then after using them I and, and really falling in love with them and feeling like, okay, these are two of my best purchases of 2023, I reached out to the companies and said, would you, do you have a code that I can share with my audience? Um, and both of them said yes. And my, my red light code, it's, it's a 
company called Lumabox, L-U-M-E-B-O-X. My Lumabox code saves you $250, which is bonkers. At almost cuts the price in half. The Lumabox code is Elizabeth Benton, all one word, and it's thelumabox.com. I'll link it in the show description so you don't have to write anything down, but thelumabox.com. My code is Elizabeth Benton, all one word. It takes $250 off of your order. Again, I think that's an insane deal. The the sauna, I researched a ton of companies over many, many, many months. I talked with friends and colleagues of mine who have saunas. I listened to podcast episodes from the owners of several different sauna companies. I really spent a lot of time looking into this, and I went with a company called Sunlighten. Again, they have many different kinds of saunas. I went with their Amplify 2, which is a near-infrared sauna, and it uses three different types of light. And they gave me a coupon code which saves you up to $600. It's pricey. But the way that I make these decisions is, okay, well, what would the math be if I was doing this X many times a week, plus the time to drive there, plus, you know, coordinating with my kids, plus if Chris wanted to go? And how how regularly do I think I'm going to use it by having it in my home? And what is the value that I place on this way of detoxifying that I'm not currently doing? I wasn't currently getting in a sweat every single day in this way, right? Sweating from exercise is a little bit different because uh, it doesn't have the light activation component of it. So I do have a code, uh, a link that will save you up to $600. I will put that in the show description, but you can go to get.sunlighten.com forward slash primal potential. Get.sunlighten.com forward slash primal potential. You don't need to remember that. I'm going to put it all in the show description. If you have questions, let me know. I'm an open book about it. I've bought a lot of things. I've invested in my health in a number of ways. And I was just saying to my sister and her girlfriend the other day when we were all together that these were two, if not my top two purchases of 2023, certainly the top three or four, you know, top two of three or four um, for the year, because I just think that they have made such a positive impact. Even if you're like, I'm not getting either of those things, I hope you will consider other ways to reduce your toxic exposure, not eating out of plastic anything, not drinking out of plastic anything, not storing your food in plastic, not using plastic wrap or plastic baggies minimize your exposure to plastics. Look at your personal care products, your laundry products, all of those sorts of things. Start to make healthier swaps because it really does make a very big difference. If you've got questions, let me know. I will link up Lumabox. My code there is Elizabeth Benton, thelumabox.com. I'll also link up uh, my discount code for the sauna, and I'm happy to answer any questions about you know, the details, the logistics, how long it takes to heat, how long I sit in there, whatever, just message me. I'm happy to share any details with you. Have an amazing day. I'll see you tomorrow.